But I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be back in Unplugged. I see some friends in the audience, one of whom is Kathy Heller over there. And if any of you are inspired to get rid of your day job for any reason, she has a fantastic podcast out, Don't Quit Your Day Job. Don't keep it. Oh, Don't Keep Your Day Job, <laughs> which is inspirational and fantastic, and it's very much in line. She's been doing inner kid stuff for longer than probably she or I want to admit. The mother of three? Three little beautiful girls. So I'm so happy to see everybody here and to thank Susie. So let's first just sit for a second and get into the room. So before we actually start the meditation, I want to give a little bit of an introduction about two things this week. And each time I come, there'll be another piece that we're going to be talking about. Today, I want to talk about two things that are very, very important. One is our intention or our motivation for practice. And the other is something that might be a little surprising, but our posture, how I hold ourselves. And then we're going to go into a 20-minute meditation. So intention, in the type of practice that I come from, the motivation for practice is to benefit absolutely all beings, not just me, not just you, but absolutely everyone. And the reason this is so important, especially for busy parents or teachers or therapists, any caregiver, is that how often do we do something for ourselves, right? And sometimes we'll take time off to me- out to meditate, whether it's at home or coming to unplug. And we'll think, oh, geez, I should be doing this, or I should be doing that, or I should be prioritizing something for my kids over something for myself. But what we know, and that's usually what brings people to meditation, what usually brings people to meditation is trying to deal with emotional pain or trying to manage stress. But what we know is that by taking care of ourselves in that way, we take care of others. When we take care of others, we help ourselves. We get a lot back. But when we take care of ourselves, we take care of others. So if we first come to meditation to manage stress and to help calm down and that sort of thing, that's fantastic and that's a good starting place. But what we find is the more that we actually practice and have an experience, a real experience of centeredness, of calm, of relaxation and spaciousness, then that conceptual idea, that idea that I'm doing this to relieve my stress, changes to a sensation, an experience of, ah, this is what it is. When that experiential shift happens, something really important happens. What happens is your presence, your embodiment of this to other people, to your children, to your family, to everybody you come in contact with, believe this or not, online and off, even your online presence will change. Everything shifts. And that's how we change the world, right? So that's where that motivation comes from. It's to help all beings, not just me, although it's going to help me too, not just our kids, not just our spouses, not just our partners, but absolutely everybody. And that's a shift that I want to integrate into our actual practice. So when I'm leading the meditation, you'll hear that. The second thing I want to talk today is about posture. 
you're not going to believe this, but one of the things I do for stress reduction, because I travel a lot and I'm an introvert, I'm like unbelievably shy, shyer than you guys could probably ever imagine. So when I go out on the road, I come back and I have to just curl up in the fetal position and recover. So I've learned after doing this, because I've been doing this for a long time now, I've learned after doing this to schedule in a few days after I'm out on the road public speaking and do nothing. And guess what I do? I binge watch really dopey television shows. <laughs> and the one that I most recently binge watched was Grey's Anatomy. And I saw something on Grey's Anatomy that completely blew my mind. In it, I don't know if you ever watched it, but there's a doctor. She's a young doctor. She's the sister of like this old, cool older cool doctor, like the star of the show. And before her um, operation, she has a huge brain surgery coming up. She stands like this in superhero pose. And she says that there's research out that says that if you stand like this for two minutes in some expansive posture, it could be this, it could be this. Just think of man-spreading, that kind of thing. If you do that sort of thing, that your hormones change and that there's a shift. And she does that before every major operation. So, of course, I get on the Internet. I think this is too good to be true. And I start researching it. There is the most popular TED talk out, at least it was about a year ago, is by a social scientist named Amy Cuddy. And she's done all this research into these expansive postures. It doesn't have, this is a real Grey's Anatomy thing, like the Wonder Woman thing, but anything that is like expansive. And it turns out that it's true, that what happens is there are hormonal shifts that happen when you do this, if you do it for a little bit. But more important, it changes how you feel inside yourself. So one good thing is that it changes how people respond to you, right? You're strong, you're powerful, people view you that way. But more important than that, and from a meditation standpoint, is it changes how you feel inside. So I'm going to start integrating that, and I've been lately integrating that into my practice too, and you'll see what that's like. Because remember, we're all probably here because we know that our minds change our body, right? We know if we really work on our mind, if we understand our mind, that will change our body, which will change our behavior, which will change our outcomes, which will change what happens in the world. What we often don't realize is how our bodies change our mind. And if this simple shift of just standing up a little bit straighter, holding our shoulders back, standing tall, um, can make us feel better inside, that's an important thing too. And it's been consistent in meditation training for thousands of years. If you look back at meditation training for thousands of years, they will tell you posture is important. And posture is important because it kind of just keeps you straight and clears all the pathways through your body. So let's begin. Whether you're sitting or standing, or I'm sorry, sitting or lying down, I want you just to take a moment right now in whatever way you feel comfortable. I like the superhero because I get to give my small of my back a little, a little pressure and rub too. And just take a minute and sit up tall. And while you're sitting up tall, I want you to align your body, speech, and mind before we start practice. So in a relaxed posture, sitting up tall, first I want you to bring your awareness into your forehead from the inside. And just feel warmth and feel spaciousness. 
right there inside your forehead. And that's your mind. And if it's helpful, you can imagine a little white light. The space in your mind is white and open. Now we're going to move our attention down into our throat area, which is the speech area. And remember, speech isn't just what we say out loud. It's also what we say to ourselves. If it's helpful, think of a little red light, red awareness inside. And just put a lot of warmth and awareness, and it's helpful to have it the color red, inside your throat. And that's the speech. Just give yourself some space. Relax. And let's align your mind and your speech. And let's let it all start to settle down. And last, let's bring your awareness down into your heart center. Put some space in there. Maybe the light's blue if the light's helpful. Feel that warm blue light from the inside. And rest. And last, let's try to line all three of these up. Open white awareness in your mind. Soft, gentle, soothing red in your throat area for your speech. And spacious blue awareness in your heart for your body. So your mind, your speech, and your body are all quieting. And then let's put your hands on your lap if you're lying down. Rest. And rest easy as we just feel our breath moving in and moving out. Breathe in and know you're breathing in. Breathe out and know you're breathing out. And just relax. Breathe in, know you're breathing in. Breathe out, and know you're breathing out. If your mind wanders and it gets busy, that's okay. That's what minds do. Just notice that your mind mind has wandered. And then here's a 
trick I want you to use. Relax. For those of you who have meditated for a long time, this is an extra beat. But when we get lost in our thoughts, often our minds get tense and our bodies get tense too. So just notice that your mind has wandered. Relax. Let go. And rest again in the natural rhythm of breathing. Breathing in and know you're breathing in. Breathing out and know you're breathing out. your mind has got lost in thinking okay that's okay that's what minds do notice your mind has lost relax just deliberately intentionally relax your body and move your attention back to just feeling the sensation of breath moving in through your nose down into your lungs. There's usually a little space there. Rest in that space. And then exhale. Feeling the breath move all the way through the body as you relax and as you drop.
your mind gets busy thinking about all that you have to do today, or about your kids, or your partner. It's a good time to remind yourself of that motivation we talked about at the beginning. This is important work, not just to help you, but to help them too. May this practice be helpful to absolutely everyone. Not just me, not just you, but everyone. If your mind gets busy, that's a good time to scan your body again and see if there's some area that's tensed up. Notice that your mind is busy and then relax. That relaxation beat is so important. We want to integrate that both on and off the cushion. And then go back to just the gentle rhythm of your breathing. Breathing in and knowing you're breathing in. Breathing out and knowing you're breathing out.
when you breathe in and know you're breathing in, and when you breathe out and know you're breathing out, that part of you that's knowing, not thinking, not analyzing, just knowing, that's awareness. People often ask about awareness, what's awareness, what's consciousness. It's that part of you that is knowing that you're breathing in, knowing that you're breathing out, but not thinking about it, just experiencing it.
We only have a few more minutes together, but before we close, let's take a moment and just really imagine the complex, always changing web of causes and conditions that got each one of us here today. It's a great reminder of how vast this universe is and how we're all connected. And if when you go through that glancing back over what brought you here today and how you were able to get here today, whether it was your babysitter or your partner or your carpool that supported you in this trip, if it feels comfortable to you, silently wish them well. All the different people, places, and things that brought us here together today. We can silently wish them all well. out in the lobby a little bit if anybody has any questions or would like to connect. But before we go, let's just try to see if when we go out into the world this week, we can remember to be our own superheroes and stand up straight, shoulders back. Not for anybody else, not because of how other people perceive us, but because of how it makes us feel. And if you can carve out time to meditate at home or come here, just remember that motivation. It's not narcissistic. It's not self-involved. It's not just for you. It's for absolutely everyone. So thank you very much.